Hello and welcome to this episode of Dead Air, a horror podcast. My name is Chris Costello and I'm one of your hosts. Um, again, for marketing purposes, I, I hate repeating this all the time. I'm so sick of saying this, but for this podcast, I am the uh, horror fanatic. That means uh, I'm the biggest horror fan for the for the uh, for the podcast. Um, and I'm joined by my two other co-hosts. I am not sick of this of saying this yet. My name is Aaron, and I am the non-film person of the group. Meaning, <laughs> I did not study film in college, so I do not know the theories and symbols. And when these guys say things like, oh, that is so Wes Craven. I've never said that. (laughs) I don't understand. I don't understand. So uh, I'm the one who will explain to the listeners who aren't from film school what's going on. And then we have another co-host here. Hi, I'm Miguel. I do love film. I watch a lot of movies. But horror, horror films, horror movies is a bit of a gap in the stuff I watch. I am always hesitant to watch horror films because I am afraid. But, you know, this podcast of ours has helped a lot. <laughs> yes. And uh, we've got uh, incredible hosts that we secured for the podcast. I mean, yes, um, he, uh, he's actually one of the very first people we ever thought of, of having on when we started this podcast. No joke. Uh, w- before we, mm-hmm. I pitched this to everyone, uh, his name was number one or two, I think, <laughs> um, on the list. Um, and uh, we, I'm so happy that we finally got him, uh, despite his really, really bu- busy schedule. And also, he's not even in the Philippines right now. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. But uh, yeah, this is going to be a super duper cool uh, episode because we've got the... Uh, uh, the co-creator of uh, the incredibly popular uh, comic Trese, um, and he's he's a Filipino writer, um, and he's been in the comic scene since God forever. Um, uh, one of the very f- <laughs> that is no, uh, that's not a, that's not meant to be an insult. That's meant to be an absolute compliment. Meaning, like ever since I got into comics, uh, his name was always there. And you know, I'm 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 pretty old too, so I'm, this isn't an age thing that I'm talking about. <laughs> this is a this is a, a cred thing. Um, so yeah, we've got we've got budget fan on the on the show. That's really incredible. So thank you. Welcome. Hello. Yay. Thank you very much. Hi Chris. Thanks. Hi Miguel. Hi Aaron. Hi. Thanks for coming on our show. Our pod. Thank you very much for uh, for uh, bugging me. Yes, uh, <laughs> Chris did his job pretty well. And and again, when he and uh, it's it's uh, so great to hear that you think. Uh, that you thought of me when you thought of horror, which is the last thing on my list of things to do, <laughs> <laughs> and that and the, and probably the reason why when Chris said so, you wanted to come in and talk about a horror movie, and I said I can't think of a single horror movie <laughs> or a scary movie that I'd want to think about that I'd want to talk about. And just a few minutes ago, I was telling Chris, "Oh, we can talk about this movie. We can talk about that movie." <laughs> and I said, "Maybe I haven't thought of these things because the past four years of my life, I've had to watch Paw Patrol." Uh, <laughs> That's Baby great. Shark, Baby Shark. <laughs> oh no! That's and amazing. Most recent, and most recently, Among Us uh, videos. <laughs> the game. Oh my god, the I game. love that game. But, so, but the interesting thing, and I'm, um, I'm derailing the whole topic. Interesting no. enough, fans have started to make fan fiction of Among Us. <laughs> 
What? Uh, really? <laughs> and what they would do is they would they would shoot. I mean, they would play the game and then they would create narration over the game. Oh shit! Is, I love it. Which is somewhat connected to what we're about to talk about because when Ooh. I was uh, um, watching um, uh, the movie again and I was like looking at the setting of Among Us, it is on a ship. Yes. It is, and it is oh. right. It is trying to figure out who's the. Who's who's who and where are they yeah. hiding? Fantastic. What a great segue. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. But before that, actually, it's not a perfect segue, Pala, because uh, I we actually really want to know first off, uh, what is your horror origin story, Budge? Um, mm. How did you first get into contact with horror ever? Like, uh, yeah. in what form? I wish you prepared me for this one. <laughs> It's more fun. It's more fun when you have no idea, and then you panic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can think of maybe. I don't know if there's just the origin, origin, origin. <laughs> um, when did I first get to uh, introduce get introduced to horror? I think uh, really quickly. I think maybe through through comics. It was probably somebody had left in the house because I definitely didn't buy it. A House of Secrets uh, National Bookstore reprinted comic book, badly reprinted comic book, um, and it had Satana in it. Uh, and if for any of you who are fans of Satana, and you can Google her right now, <laughs> you can see she was one of those seventies Marvel villains that had a very revealing costume. Uh, and in the Googling. comic, yeah, <laughs> Googling now, Googling. very busy Googling. Googling. <laughs> And you have to okay. look at the '70s version because later on they, of course, updated her and uh, and you know modernized her. But anyway, in the what was shocking to me was um, and I and I, at that time I couldn't read, so I was just looking at the pictures. And for some reason, she kisses this guy, and the guy just shrivels up, you know, and becomes like a zombie. And then out of his mouth flies out a butterfly. Wow. And I was like, "What is happening here? Art, <laughs> love Wild. it." Yeah. Um. So, I just want to bring this up. This is hilarious. Uh. So I'm actually in my in my uh the house I grew up in in Kagindoro. Uh. For for Holy Week. Um. And you said that you 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 uh it was a horror comic. Um. A national national uh bookstore printed. Right next to me is I've got Batman and the Metal Men. There you go. Oh. It's it's a national bookstore printed comic. I was like, oh shit, I gotta grab that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is also how I grew up uh, reading comics. The national bookstore printed ones, reprinted. But um, I mean, aside from, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you just made me realize how national bookstore was very instrumental for a lot of comic book geeks to, to jump into comics because of the reprints and of course them bringing yes. in a lot of... Uh, um, what do you call this? It felt like they were like overstocked uh, of of stuff that just sh- sold for cheap. Yeah. Um, so that's on the comic book side. Of course, on the movie side, I have this vague memory of watching Shake Rattle and Roll on on TV. Uh, of course, the Manananggal episode and the Fridge Bear episode are the ones that are stuck <laughs> in my head. Ah, yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. You're 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 bringing up trauma in this. In <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not trauma. It's just that in the past we've had two wonderful guests uh, ask us to watch uh, two 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 Row film, two yeah. different ones. Like now from the from the night from the very first ones, and yeah, it's been interesting talking about them. <laughs> I will. I will yeah, tune yeah. in. Yeah, tune in for that yeah. one. 
Um, it's cool, and it's then cool. I guess as far as like the or I mean maybe one of the as far as horror stories are concerned, um, the the first ones I probably heard as a kid was stories from my mom. Uh, and I won't get into detail, but as a kid growing up, she would tell people that we grew up, we used to live in a haunted house. Oh, Do tell. Please. Okay, let me cut to the details of it because yeah, usually yeah. when I... I, I tell it the same way my mom would tell it to my friends, uh, to her friends. So, you know, when, when as I tell people, when, as far as other kids are concerned, right? When, mm. when, when they were kids, the normal conversation is, oh, you know, when Budget was two years old, he was so cute, he did this. My mom would tell the story, oh, you know, when Budget was six months old, he was possessed by a <laughs> Do you remember that? Thankfully, no. Oh, yeah. So we supposedly lived in the house. This was in Merville. Uh, and stuff happened in the house, but stuff never happened to my mom. Okay. So lights would switch on and off. Voices would be heard from empty rooms. Objects would be moving by themselves. Like one time, my uncle woke up and he saw his slippers walking away from him. That's so great. That's so great. That's so good. Um, the house had a swimming pool in the back. And one time, there was just at 3 a.m., there was like a tidal wave supposedly splashing on the. So again, weird stuff was happening. And then my mom was just completely dismissing everyone's story. I was probably Wait. around. Yes. No, I was just going to ask, is this house still with the family? No, it's still no, in the family. It was, uh, mm. it's, it's still there, by the way. We passed, mm. uh, years ago, we passed by uh, Merville. And then mm. we, I just had to pass by the house. So I was around six, seven months old when we were, when we lived there. Mm. Um, and so, uh, as the story goes, the, the, <laughs> the most, uh, uh, the climax of the story <laughs> uh, is the possession part. So... She the, the way she sets it up is she says she had given me a bath, puts me on the bed. And of course, she turns around to get clothes. And the moment she looks at me, she said half of my face had wrinkled up and I looked like an old man. And, and, and she said suddenly all of the stories of everyone in the house came rushing back to her, which made her realize, oh, there is a spirit in this house. And, and she said the only thing she could think of doing was she like slapped my face. <laughs> she slapped my face and commanded the spirit to leave. And, and she said, I didn't cry. She said, I just stared back at her. And, and so she, not knowing what else to do, I don't know how many times she slapped mm. me. But anyway, <laughs> she said she started to pray until I returned to normal. Uh, okay. After which they ended up getting uh, a psychic and they held a seance in the house. Um, and then they found out that the spirit that was haunting the house was someone who used to own it. And he got evicted from the house. So he thinks he still owns the house. Oh, um, So this is not only your origin story. This is also <laughs> the origin story of Trese, I think. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, this is like stuff that. Uh, so yeah. So it, this is like normal, normal for me. Air quotes. Normal for me of like, yeah, this was my childhood. <laughs> that was your childhood, kind of thing. Yeah. But there you go. So, so yeah. I mean, maybe, and maybe that's why I've avoided horror movies. <laughs> maybe. I mean, 
you can just say, oh, I lived that already. Live that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I find it so funny that uh, you're not a big horror fan. <laughs> you created a, your most popular horror, <laughs> the horror, horror slash, you know. I'm so excited for awesome. this show. Oh, I've been God. reading about it. They're just, ah, the show is I, I know a few people involved in it and they will not tell me anything. They've been so good at Gabi. shutting up. Yeah. Incredible. And then they, yeah. they're, they're I, so good at Miguel where they're just they're just like, oh yeah, what's that? What's that? I have no idea. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's just so aggravating. This is like <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yes, yes. They, they're, they're so good at it. Malisha. They're so good at it. Like parang. I, I think by uh, I, I think may may sumpa na nilagay sa kanila <laughs> so that that something will happen to them if, if yeah. they say something. But yes, they've they've done a fantastic job uh, with it. So you've seen it, you've seen it. I don't know. I've only uh, and again, even on my end, I, I they don't show stuff to me. Um, I did get to see the scripts. So yes, mm-hmm. fantastic work by. The, the day the who will team. not be named. They will not be named. Those bastards. I hate them. Amazing though. <laughs> no, they're all my friends. I love them, but I hate them. But I love them. But I really hate them. <laughs> we will talk about them when the show is out. <laughs> yeah. um, man, so, I remember. I remember. I just want. I want this clear that there was a time in 2013 when I was begging, begging Budge if, if we could shoot a fan film of Dress and we'd cast uh, Annika Delonius as <laughs> Alexander. We, but we could not do anything no. with it. Oh wow! Well. No, no. Stuff, was in, <laughs> stuff was running. Around Already that. running. Yeah, 2013. <laughs> Even back then. Awesome. Okay. So, um, I now, derailed now you again. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's great. And, 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 oh, no, that's and, fine. And, and I wasted your perfect uh, segue earlier. But yeah, let's let's jump to your to, to the second question. But so, is, among uh, us. Among us. <laughs> <laughs> Love that game. Love that game. I'm always the pink one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. No one, no one will think pink is sus. Yes. Yeah, the man. <laughs> and that takes place on a spaceship, which is similar to oh, to something. the film that yeah. we're oh, fantastic. That was so, so can organic. you tell us what the, what the film is? PV worked your magic. PV <laughs> <laughs> just cut the shit out of it. Yes, PV's headache is how the hell am I going to all of this? This is oh. how. This is going to be a non-linear this, no, episode. This is about the time PV starts drinking. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, put, just cut it. Just do the Snyder thing. Just have chapter break. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> god, I can't believe you brought that up. <laughs> okay, go off script. Yeah. All the time. You have no control groups, you know. Um so yes, so so Yes, yes, the, yes, yes. The movie that came to mind when Chris said, Hey, do you want to talk about horror? And again, I've been avoiding uh, and, and another oh, tangent, I think I watched The Exorcist from another room. So it's like my, my parents are watching it. I was in the next room just looking in through the door. In a while. That's how scared I was of The Exorcist. I've never seen it, it in full. Um, so yeah, the movie I completely love and have watched it, you know, so many times is Aliens. Um, yes. So, so, and, and, uh, as a kid or, um, maybe uh, in high school then, yeah, I must have been in high school then, 83, right? 86. Um, because we had the most high tech thing back then. We had a laser disc. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so it was, and it was one of those movies that I think when we saw it, we just had to, my, my dad ended up buying the thing because we just kept 
renting it over and over again. He just decided, let's just buy this. We can't keep <laughs> renting this every week. Um, and and whenever friends would come to the house, and I remember there was like one summer when my cousin, our cousins stayed over. We just watched that, you know, over. That was on like heavy rotation right next to... Um, all of our other favorite movies. But yeah, I mean, I got to see, I also have this uh, vague memory of watching Alien in Circle Theater. Mm. <laughs> because, um, uh, yeah, because I thought, it, oh, oh, because I entered that movie thinking it was going to be another Star Wars movie. <laughs> oh, it's oh, in no. space and it's about aliens. This is going to be fun. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I think I, I I had, you know, I was completely stunned coming out of that movie. So watching Aliens, I had the same expectations, you know, at, you know, of what this sequel might be. And I thought, oh, this is going to be another, you know, it's going to be Sigourney Weaver running around the spaceship again. But it was also around the same time when me and my brother became such a big G.I. Joe fans. Oh, so the Maybe. moment we saw the colonial marines, it was marines, like, wow, yeah. what, yeah. what is this? Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I think it just had that perfect mix of, uh, you know, that that uh, of of alien of the of that horror element mixed mm-hmm. with uh, a military, you know, task force uh, story where. They had a mission to to try and eliminate uh, the aliens. Yeah. Um, and and you know what? And it's one of my favorite. Um, what do you call this? Um, uh, I don't know if it, I don't know if it would classify as a trope, but it's a it's your typical plot device. And I think they've also done this in Predator, where they set up and introduce you to this really tough team. You know, this really kick ass <laughs> team. And it just you know and the and and all of their and all of their equipment right, which make which sets you up to think yes they can take out anything, yeah. And then of course it just leads you down that path where everything goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. So budget these guys because they don't trust me when I say I watch the movie. Because they know I'm the scaredy cat. They parang sometimes they check on me. Wait, it's making... from experience, Miguel. You <laughs> just one time, just just one them. time, Aaron. Just one time. That so they make me. Sense. So they make me summarize the movie just to prove that I've seen it. Okay, okay, I can summarize Aliens. So this is like almost sixty years in the future. I think fifty-seven, fifty-four to be exact. And Ripley, the heroine from our from the very first Alien movie. Um, because of a glitch in the system, she stays in stasis for that long. So she wakes up in the future beyond her life. She's so old, but still looks the same. Now her own daughter already passed away. So that sort of sets up her mental space. Uh, so anyway, she's woken up. She's trying to reincorporate into normal life. And the company that sent her in the beginning to... Uh, sorry, the company that funded the original... Uh, was it, what was the first? Anyways, so they have a mining <laughs> expedition. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's the word I'm for. So the company that uh, set up the first expedition, they've now uh, sort of terraformed that planet where the original alien was from without knowing that. Uh, sorry, it's not the original planet where the alien was from, but the original planet where they encountered the alien the first time. Yes. And then they want to send a new team. They want to find out about what happens to the to the colony that they sent there na biglang nawala, nawala ng signal. So they kind of recruit uh, Ripley again to join this 
the Marine, what are their, what's that, what is their name again? Marine? Colonial Marines. Colonial Marines. And so, it, so what used to be like uh, in Alien, which used to be like an accidental uh, event, now they're deliberately got, trying to find out what's happening here and to see if there's what, what creature is sort of wrecking havoc on their colony. And that's how it begins. Galenga, right? parang Wikipedia. Galenga. No, dude. Galenga. Well done, Well done. Well done. No, but anyway, I was, I was going to segue into my opinion, but yeah, later on. <laughs> but this is going to be a fun episode because yeah. I think, I, well, number one, there's a huge, uh, not huge, but a lot of people can argue which is their favorite. Is alien or aliens? It's always yes. one of the two. So I think we're going to have a nice conversation there because I don't yes. think we all have the same. Um, and then, Full disclosure, this is the first time I've seen both films. Like in the past two years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So when I say I have gaps in my film viewing experience, this is like, and like these things were the big gaps. Like so, and uh, anyway, yeah. So Galeng then, I I enjoyed it a lot. But yeah, Yeah. we'll get to that. (laughs) You too, Aaron, first time? It was my first time to watch it. So, um, yes. Alien. Was yes. the the only reason I watched Alien was because we had to for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. and I have an aversion to alien stuff. I don't know <laughs> yeah. why. The, I like sci-fi, but when it comes to spaceships and aliens, I can't relate with it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't Wait, get it. Like so, monster aliens or like ET aliens. You know what I mean? Alien, like, alien. In I general, ET e- e- I like because I was a child. But yes. I mean. Aliens in general, parang okay lang. I don't hate it, but it's not something I'll watch. That's why when Predator got so big, I was like, why? Why are we watching this? I don't want to watch that. I don't want to pay to watch this. But then after I saw Alien, wow, I really liked it because Sigourney Weaver was amazing. And so after that, even if even if I didn't have to watch Aliens, because we only found out that we were going to interview you um, sometime this year, I watched it right away, right after watching Alien. I watched it the next day because I said, I, I have to see what happens here. So I really enjoyed Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> so good. In fact, in fact if, if there were two camps of Alien versus Aliens, I lean towards Aliens. Same. Ah, Same. interesting. Because she's what badass. The... Oh, yeah. Super badass. Yeah. Crazy. Talagang idol. That's... That's my girl. <laughs> After yes, single-handedly she defeated. It. Yes, yeah. single-handedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's not treated properly throughout the whole series, by the way, which uh, kind of oh. irritates me. But these first two movies, my God, how what an incredible character! Incredible character, Ripley, one of the all-time greatest characters for me uh, on film. Honestly, I'm just such mm. a big fan of her. But when was the last time you saw Alien? The first one. Oh wow! I can't. Um, years ago. I mean, <clears throat> uh, yeah. So I mean, I I was hoping to have time to to watch that again before rewatching Aliens. But yeah, it was years ago. But you know, it's uh, the 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 classic. Uh, what do you call this? Uh, chest burster scene. Of course, was still the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it just always stuck uh, with me. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's. Um, and that's why I wasn't, you know, I was apprehensive, you know, uh, in terms of like, uh, or, or had no expectations or, or, of the sequel, if it's going to be fun or not. Because I wasn't that big a fan of the first movie. Uh, mm-hmm. but, I, but I knew enough that it was like, oh, okay, it's Sigourney Weaver again. And yes, she, she was in Ghostbusters, so I'll watch <laughs> Aliens. 
It was great. I love doing Ghostbusters. I'll watch this thing called Aliens. <laughs> That's awesome. So I guess it's pretty clear. We've got three votes for Aliens here. Uh, oh, sure. I'm the lone, oh, I am the lone, I am the lone holdout. But okay. you know, I, I, want, I want this to be clear. I am a massive fan of Aliens. Like massive. Yeah. Like I love it so much. Yeah. But uh, these two films are like really, they're seminal for me. Um, um, I, I lean towards Alien. Um, yeah. I think because of a number of things. Um, uh, number one is just because of how when it came out, it was just such a different concept, and it was like um, mm. you know, um, and it was it's definitely more horror than Aliens. You know, yes. Um, this yes. this is a yes. lot more thrilling. It's a lot more fun. This yeah. is Aliens and definitely yeah. yes, definitely the crowd pleaser. Aliens, Alien is really a little more. It's a lot more shocking for me. Um, it's a little mm. more brutal, <laughs> um, yeah. and uh, I, I also like. Uh, I don't know. I, it, I, it's definitely a preference, you know. Um, it's it's a it's like saying, you know, what's the better film, Godfather, Godfather Two? You know, whoa, whoa, um, whoa. a lot of people. <laughs> what's your answer, Miguel? I want to. I don't hear know. I have, I'll, I'll think about that. <laughs> I just I, I see them as like a trilogy, and then yes. it's hard yeah. to. But yeah. yeah, what's great about these films are uh, just the fact that they've got these visionary directors. Um, Helming them, and they're so different. Each ep- yes. each movie is so different. Like uh, seriously, I mean, like if you watch all four, I mean, I mean, maybe you, you should watch all four uh, because there's some really crappy parts of the franchise. But uh, it's just incredible how like they get singular, like visionary directors to just tell their story in the lore of of uh, of this world of the xenomorphs. You no, know? and so so Ridley Scott's take, the first one, is so different from James Cameron's take. Yep. So I appreciate. What I love about Aliens is how James Cameron was just like, you know, I'm just going to make my own story. I mean, like, I'm going to tell it my way. You know, Alien worked at the time. This is this is how I want to tell the story, which is I want to make it, want to make the scale bigger. I want to make the stakes higher. You know, um, instead of one alien, we're going to, I'm going to give you 40, you know, <laughs> and I'm going to give you the queen, the queen. Yes, yes. Fucking yeah. incredible, you know, so like, it's it's just so different. Yeah. So you know, yeah. when when I say that I'm Cap Alien, it's not a knock on aliens because I'm obsessed yes. with aliens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think it it would have been. I don't know how the world would have reacted if they started off with aliens with a plot like aliens, right? So I think it sure. it did work that it got kicked off by the first movie in that yes. particular way, um, setting up how one alien can just do this to a crew. But at the same time, it was working with with yeah, you know the the uh, I I don't know if it was if it came out at the same time, but uh, it it almost had the same plot points or or premise of the thing, uh, yes. where you know you had a group of people, a team that was isolated, there was no way out of wherever they were, and there was something evil, uh, you know, uh, amongst them, among them, <laughs> um, among us. And, <laughs> among us yeah so trying yeah, yeah. so so that was the whole uh um what do you call this that brought the, the tension point to, to their storyline and and yeah as you said it, it 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 does go to show how um the the world of aliens of the xenomorph uh allows has allowed so many creators to just it's it's a it's an interesting playground to to be in uh versus like um, uh, what do you call this? Again, your 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 typical slasher movie, right? Mm-hmm. So you're just waiting for the new inventive way 
you know, serial killer X with a mask will kill the next yeah. one, right? So in this case, yeah, they, they were able to, to, to tackle, in effect, different topics uh, of that world uh, and, and, uh, and, 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 and expand on it. Awesome. Miguel and Aaron, what do you guys, how do you guys, since you guys are first viewers, mm. how do you like yung progression of character ni Ripley from Alien to Aliens? Because <laughs> it's a big jump. It's a yes. huge jump. Yes, yes. Yes, you first, Aaron. I loved it because in in the first Alien, she was just surviving. You know what I mean? That was that was what she her her mission was. I just want to yeah. live. And then in this one, it's I'm gonna kill this entire. Yeah. I'm gonna kill this <laughs> big ass bitch over here and all her kids. You know, yeah. it's just. <laughs> I oh, found no. it so amazing how she shifted from from that character to the next, but. Otherwise, consistently, she's just a fighter. Even in the first one, eh, diba? So, I, I like how they kept that part of her attitude consistent. Well, I haven't seen the third, but mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's consistent. Because yeah. I vaguely remember as a child, her having a shaved head and jumping into a thing. That's, that's all three. I remember. That's so Alien, see, that's alien 3. That's, that's the only that memory I have of, <laughs> of Alien 3. But that's yeah. pretty brave. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And I can imagine that if I watched it as a child, she would be someone I would look up to. She would really mm. yeah, she's my hero. She's the best. Man, that Even iconic me. scene, we can't we can't uh, ignore the iconic scene of like the, the door opening and then she's in the fucking payloader. Yeah. yeah. And then that she's like so with the clamps and then she's <laughs> like, What's her line? Get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> best oh. line. Best. Yeah. So yes. uh, Ripley in the what do you, what do you call that thing that that's what was the thing she got into the payloader. Yeah. The payloader. Parang galing this movie because parang it was built for merchandising talaga. <laughs> like parang I I think I think I think they saw. I mean I wouldn't put it past James Cameron. Like parang they saw the potential of Alien in the first movie and then we should fucking make toys about this. So and they oh, did like parang with Alien with Aliens yeah. with Aliens too parang. There's an army like GI Joe, as he said, it's the same era, and parang oh. there's and then parang Ripley's a badass, and then there's an option pa to put her in this payloader for the extra action figure. But I'm saying for a movie that obviously <laughs> wanted to be a money grab, yeah. it's still so good yeah. because yeah. even within the movie they talk about capitalism, eh. parang yeah. the, the, the character from Mad About You, Paul Reiser, Paul Reiser. Represents the evil corporate. I didn't realize that in this movie, palang oh shit, parang galing na tong pagka 80s, 90s movie na it's already commenting on you know money and America and how the over like how the interest of a corporation will override the human's idea for safety. Parang galing na. But at the same time, pucha gawa tayo na action figures sa yaman tayo. Galing. I just realized Sigourney Weaver has so many toys of herself as Ripley, <laughs> as the chick in Ghostbusters. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She ruled the era. Yeah. She ruled the era. So much so that after watching Aliens, I went straight to Dave. No one as a rom com political yes. comedy with Kevin Clive. Parang galit ang Sigourney Weaver. Galit yah, range niya. She's so good. Anyway, sorry, sorry. The original question was, what do you think of? The original question was, what do you think of Aliens? I loved it nga because the same way Aaron loved it. Parang tangen ang galit ni Ripley dito. So in my mind, I said she's like this great grieving mother 
but at the same time, an avenging angel. And she's so good at it. Then I tweeted that. And I got a reply saying, <laughs> a friend a friend whose opinion I trust and I look up to. But she said, and that's very why she valid hates. Opinion, very valid. I mean, I'm a guy. I wouldn't know as much. But she said, that's why she hates aliens. Because parang the, the framing of Ripley is as of a mother. Parang yan. And what about, you know, that's not the all and be all of being a woman. According to him. And I parang fuck, that's also valid. But I guess in that world, in that era, and in that little movie, that was her persona. And I bought it. So I, I liked it a lot. But then again, I'd like to ask your friend, so what's wrong with being um, yeah, no. a mom? What's I, wrong with idolizing someone who's a mom? That's hard. Yeah, no, I guess, it's, uh, it's a yeah, lot. I know. Uh, and that's where it gets tricky because I'm a guy. I should, um, <laughs> and and what, you should keep what, your mouth shut, and what, Miguel. Yeah, and what the fuck do I know about motherhood? Watch but what I'm just you assuming, say. <laughs> and I'm just assuming, uh, and I will back up any woman who will say, nah, there are many personas to being female, and sure. And that's where I'll shut up now. And I'm, I'm down but for that. The, so, so talking about her being uh, portrayed as, as a mom, there was an edit. There was oh. the, at least the edit I saw back in the 80s, downplayed, I mean, didn't downplay. It edited out that part of um, the She's daughter. kid. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, and then there was a lot of exposition that was edited out. But I think, I think that's what Cameron was trying to do. He was like trying to kick it off with the thought of he was away for his do- her daughter's life. Therefore, when they introduced Newt into the storyline, yep. then Mother it figure. gave He's her the sur- purpose to... Yeah. yeah. But I mean, which, which makes sense when I saw this edit, which I guess is the director's cut. Yes, which so is what many, I saw also. It seems to be a comeback now, these cuts. Um, uh, yeah, he also did that in The Abyss, by the way. But anyway, so going uh, back to Aliens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, the, the movie version did make sense uh, in terms of... It still made sense, even though... And if, if, I, if I'm right, I think the movie version didn't introduce... Uh, or the Newt's family was just quickly introduced. It, mm. They didn't spend so much time, you know... Uh, and again, because in the, in the, in there is this edit where they, they show the family and it's all about the dad being, oh, we're going to be rich. We struck the mother load. We're going to, let's go into this strange alien ship. I'm sure nothing will happen to us uh, yeah. you know, scenario. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I mean, that setting up that he, she lost her daughter just made it, you know, it, it was just all too obvious on like what that, uh, what role she was playing uh, the moment Newt came in and she just didn't want to let go. But back as a, when I was watching it originally, it, it, it didn't feel that, uh, you know, it, uh, that much emphasis to me was, was put on her being the mom uh, mm. or, or fulfilling her mother, motherly role, right? But yeah. she was just there to say, make sure that she lost her crew in the first yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. So this time, she wants to make sure, you know, even like, uh, uh, the the asshole lieutenant, you know, she will do even like Burke, uh, Paul Reiser, she will bring all of them home. Yeah. Right? When everyone was saying, you know, you're dog meat, man. You know, we're going <laughs> to keep you out. You know, even on those moments, she said, no, we got, we will bring everyone home. So she, she was just trying to also fulfill her role as captain of the ship. That, yeah. You know, uh, that, that no one will be left behind. So, so it, it I guess, yeah, it's interesting to see it from that point of view. I mean, <laughs> um, 
Go I'm ahead. sure there was some vengeance angle also that that her crew got um, eliminated. I mean, yes, yeah. Newt, yeah. but also she knows that this this alien killed everyone in her life. Mm. So yeah, why didn't get on Like it's not just about being a mom. It's I'm mad at you now. <laughs> yes. 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 It's interesting yes. now. Interesting that the later cut, the later extended cut, ano, parang kind of fleshed out that mom, yeah. that mom identity. Yeah. That's yeah. the one I yeah. saw. Me also. also, also uh, just, yeah. Sorry, just just as a as a tangent, one of the things that stood stood out for me was so this is in the future, and she's been asleep for fifty seven years in that yeah. pod, and how does she find out what her daughter looks like? In the future, it was a printout. Yeah. <laughs> opened up an attache case, pulled out paper, and showed her a, a printout oh. from, I don't know, a jet ink printer. Of a, wala, man, wala man hologram, eh, 3D hologram. Oh, <laughs> but I love it. I, I love yeah. how, you know, the, the, the technology, I mean... You know, I, I'm sure they had their reasons, but they, they, you know, Cameron didn't. He did not go Minority Report of let's hire futurists, let's get yeah. these guys who will think of what the future will be. No, you, you have ito atasik case. Buksan mo yan. Paglabas ka ng papel, pakita mo kay Sigourney. Ayan, tayak mo na matay na sa. Let's get on with the show. And I think trivia. I think the daughter in the movie was played by Sigourney Weaver's mom. No. I think that's the photo. That's a photo of Sigourney ah, Weaver's mom. Okay, that's okay, awesome. okay. Nice. Miguel did his work. His research. No, I really enjoyed this movie. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what? It, uh, 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 related to that, uh, but uh, what I, I know is like 57 years in the future. So she's been asleep for 57 years, right? She wakes up and she's like, hey, I'm the only one who knows how to operate this payloader, guys. This technology <laughs> is 57 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, no, no, no. They did. They did establish, and I think that was one of the things that got cut, and that's why. The, yeah, the first time I watched it as well, it was like, how does she know how to operate this thing? <laughs> I think there was. Uh, I read somewhere that they, they, one of the other establishing scenes was her trying to adjust to that world. So there was a scene where she is learning. You know, was like you know, it's like this is my this is my day in a life now of her mm. doing the payloader thing. Yes, like. You know, going home tired and oh, which I think then got compressed to that one scene where Burke was like was was trying to you know uh, prod her to join the team. Like it was like saying, "Oh, so you have a life now where you're just uh, piloting payloaders? Is that your life now?" So you know, he was like really trying to push her to the edge to join the team, but. But yeah, I think those are one of those moments where they just ended up nothing. Oh man, I would have loved to see that. Yeah. Yeah, she does have scenes because in the beginning like she's just alone in her little yeah, yes. studio and her cat. Jonesy. Oh. Jonesy. Jonesy. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, you know what? It's, it's so funny. James Cameron's so fa- famous for like creating these really strong female characters. He, he loves them. Um mm. You know, he turned Ripley into this badass. He's got Linda See, Hamilton. these are things. This is what I was saying earlier. I didn't know James Cameron does that, like on the reg. So James <laughs> reg. Cameron is like he makes his whim. See, I don't. So please educate me some more. Yeah, James Cameron, no, I mean, Linda Hamilton in, in Terminator Two. She's yeah. got this super yes, buff, and then, right. then but, yeah. but are they all based on his wives? 
Like, that's what I'm asking. Plural. See, I don't even know. No, yeah, yeah. Parang eh, like the producer of Aliens was his partner at that time. So, and then then Hamilton, and then yeah, he married Linda Hamilton. Yeah, he married. Anyway, yeah, getting That's why you know. Remember, he got a little bit of flack when his ex-wife. Won an Oscar for uh, um, the war movie that uh, Zero Black Thirty, Zero Zero, Zero Dark Thirty, yeah. Or what was the movie she did before that? Also, not two 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 soldiers. Also, Hurt Locker, yeah. Hurt Locker, yes, sorry, yes, yes, Hurt yes, Locker, then, Hurt Locker. Yes, yeah. And then, parang parang James Cameron got teased for you know your wife direct your wife directing a a, a, a soldier movie and then winning over you because that was the same year I think Avatar oh, came Avatar, out. Avatar, yeah. but to be fair to but to be fair to Cameron, his I don't think he was upset because he he's not afraid of strong women characters based on his work. Yeah. And choices in life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it has made me think, I mean, talking to you guys now about, yeah, I mean, and great that you mentioned Linda Hamilton's character in Terminator. It now made me think that, uh, that these characters might be like the might have been prototypes for mm. what eventually became Alexandra Trese. I think oh. that's where I was leading. That's exactly where this. I was trying to lead well, it. No? You know, we yes, got there I, organically. I saw, I saw you were, I was bringing it towards <laughs> that because yep, I did. see that you wanted to link Mind it up. melt. I love it. Mind that's melt. That's no, no, because, it, I mean, the, 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 my, my usual way of seeing of like when when I try when I try to backtrack where did Trese come from is of course it's Batman of course it's John Constantine uh, it's Fox Mulder and then there's that 1970s show Carl Kolchak the Night Stalker mm-hmm. and I, I always like one and then for me it was like uh, the the thought process was and and again when when the first iteration of Trese was he was a tough guy monster hunter guy. And then on the day Kaja showed me a sketch, it was like, oh, but why does it feel so standard? It's another tough guy beating up monsters. And that's when I, it clicked in my head. And I, and I said, why can't Tresa be a woman? So I texted Kajo, Let's it. what if Tresa was a woman? And then Kajo emails me the same day a sketch of who would, the character that would eventually become Alexander Tresa. But it's only now that I realize that maybe because of that great love for aliens and those characters that it made me think I have not seen it in a Pinoy context. Mm. We've seen it so much in a Hollywood context and a U.S. context of, of having characters like, yeah, like Ripley and like Linda Hamilton's character in Terminator. And maybe that's, I was just trying to find, you know, what's, what's the gap that we can fill and, Maybe <laughs> I love it. I'm telling you, I was, I was, I'm serious when I said I was, I was trying to lead to that because um, I, I really do see a lot of similarities. I don't know if it, you know if you're saying that you realize it now or yeah, you know, it was in your subconscious this whole time. Yeah. But because I, I also thought that she was a wo- the main character was a woman because we deal with it deals a lot with mythology and stuff. And from what I understand, before the Spaniards came, women were. The, the ones in power. It wasn't a patriarchy. It was a matriarchy. So I figured that was the reason. Parang, mm. Duh, she's a female heroine because it's Aswangs, you know? Yeah. Of course. She would be the only one who knows the wives' tales and stuff like that. So mm. it worked out so well, I think. I have a question for you about that first sketch of Kajo. Did she have the really? devil's horns already? Yes. 
Yep. Yep. I love it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Even the original, uh, uh, and, and again, he was originally Anton Trece, and I just made him <laughs> the dad. Yeah. But in the original Anton Trece sketch, he already had the. He already had the. The, the widow's peak devil horns. Yes. Love it. So it was, a, it was, it was, a, yeah. It, uh, or that, that early on, Fadzo had decided this is her trade. This is the trademark look of this. But yeah, that's, that's interesting. So maybe there is a good reason why I chose aliens. <laughs> yes, exactly. Absolutely. I mean, I think, I think uh, in some shape or form, Ripley has really influenced all strong female characters in. In, in popular fiction moving forward like come on we'd never have Buffy you know if there was no Ripley right. yeah. Um, yeah you know um, yeah exactly so she's really uh, the uh, prototype yes and M- Mila Jovovich's career is based on Ripley mm-hmm. oh a hundred percent she's there would, exactly <laughs> did not realize I mean Seriously. I think she's, she, she has become the the a stereotype as the you know the the tough monster hunter mm-hmm. uh, character, right? Uh, and then I I recently saw a trailer for what felt like uh, a C movie. It's not even a B movie, a C movie. <laughs> but with really good effects. I think somebody spent for it. I don't know if it was a one of these movies that is again funded by some big Chinese company, right? But <laughs> but yeah, the effects look great. But yes, it's a it's one of those. Uh, C movie type, but yes, it's got Milo Jovovich in it. Was this but Monster yeah, Hunter? Right. It's like no, no. This... After that, oh, that's after... right. She is in Monster Hunter. She is. She is... <laughs> <laughs> She's literally in Monster Hunter. Yes, yes. Listen, I'll, I'll look for it. I'll send it to you guys. Awesome. <laughs> but I mean, just just to ask, uh, especially uh, uh, Miguel and Aaron, who watched it for the first time, what were the, what were the moments in in Aliens that really got you? at the edge of your seat or made you think that, you know, I mean, I guess that's also the the trouble yeah. with watching too many horror movies <laughs> that you already like second guessing, oh, I know what's going to happen next. And it, it, yeah. it just surprised you. Oh, what oh. was mine? Um, it was definitely the, that scene, the ending scene with the, with the machine, because for <laughs> me, that was just the definitive Fuck you! Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. absolutely amazing. That, as in, I applauded when she came. Out. I was like, oh, that could have yes. easily been funny. <laughs> <laughs> easily been funny because shit, they're talking about alien. But that's really bad. Like for me, like when that came out, and parang you know you've seen a, like what budgets is parang the trouble with seeing a, an old movie this late after it's been it's made. Parang parang so many movies have been made after it. That also mm-hmm. copy the trope or homage to it or mm-hmm. reference it. So, but if you erase that fact and just think about that, this was one of the first ones to do that. That's really cool. Yeah. And also, yeah. So even if it wasn't super unexpected to me, like I like when she put on the payloader in the beginning, like oh shit, my gamut is full. Parang my gamut is full. And parang but I completely forgot about it. And then so when yeah. she came out with it, I'm like, yeah. yes. Like yeah, beat the crap out of this alien with a suit. Like what again? Better not to watch talaga ako. So yeah, and the Napa question is, Power Rangers show for a bit. Parang kasi galing they kind of lead to it also. Parang you can see the bullets running out. Yung parang na ubus at mga sarang weaponry. So and she in her mind, oh wait, I have one more thing, and it's the fucking payloader suit. That's really cool. You you know another underrated scene. Well, I don't know if it's underrated. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's it's a, when she's in the when she meets the queen for the first time, and then yeah. they oh, have yeah. this conversation without words, and yes. she has yes. a flamethrower and she points yeah. at the eggs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then she the queen looks at the other like xenomorphs, and then they yeah. kind of run away, That's and then and then so she's backing away, she's backing away the flamethrower, and then when she's right at the entrance, she's like, "Fuck, fuck your children!" Yeah. And then she's like, everything. So the yeah. egg opens. The egg yeah. opens. And then she just cocks her head. It's like, really, bitch? <laughs> you know, that, that was the subtitle. like, really? You're, you're doing mm. this to me, right? But yeah, you're right. One, one of my, my favorite scenes, me, me and my brother and my cousins always read, we reenact it with our G.I. Joes. <laughs> is, is the last, um, when, when, they, uh, when they barricaded themselves in the control room. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how the motion sensor became that reason for you to just go, <gasps> you know, it's yeah. just you you held your breath as these ten meters. About it. <laughs> yeah, it's, meters. It's, it's the narration of how close it is. And you're just really looking at like blips of light on the screen. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So, you know, so, they, yeah. it felt like they were picking up from uh uh what do you call this? Uh, Spielberg's use of, you know, in using uh the point of view of the camera and jaws and using music to make you afraid of something that's not on the screen, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, so yeah, I mean, that was like the, that moment of like, how could they be in the room, man? Yeah. <laughs> He's Bill the best on Bill Paxton. I was enjoying this movie so much until I, oh shit, he's dead. Na and I felt sad. Na, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Tsaka, ang galing yeah. that they were saddled with an inept officer who turned out to be a nice yes. guy. Naman. But <laughs> yeah. in the beginning, you parang, holy shit, wala alam yung, <laughs> yung lieutenant nila. Arang, yung, like, now they have to rely on a typical sergeant na know-it-all na black and ang yes. namatay din agad. Sayang. <laughs> But, you know, you, co- you yeah. colonial marines. I just want to say, uh, like, it's it's yeah. hilarious. They really are GI Joes now because they, yeah. they don't act like actual soldiers. Like yeah. they're so undisciplined. <laughs> like, they're smoking cigars. Yeah. They got their legs off. You know, yeah, they yeah. don't listen to their sergeants. Yeah, they don't stand at attention. Favorite <laughs> yung uh, the kickass woman, the the colonial marine, the yes. Vasquez. 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 Yeah, galing then. You know yeah. she's been canceled. Oh no! Oh, oh shit! Her, her, her character, oh, her character, God. not her. Oh, you why? Know why? Why? Because she's not a woman of color. Um, she's actually a she's actually a a, a Jewish woman named Jad oh, Goldstein. Oh, and oh, and, she played a Latina. Played a Latina, and so she put on an accent, and then they ah. they darkened her skin. What yeah. the fuck? So yeah, you can look it up. It's actually, she, there's a very good in, interview with her where she, she like totally agrees with it. She's ah, like, yeah, okay. it, it shouldn't agree. It shouldn't happen now. I mean, okay, okay. there should be diversity in, uh, in film. And, uh, but she's said, it's really, of, I, but oh, Cameron yes. loves her. Yes. Right? Cameron loves her. She's in a bunch of his movies. Yeah. Okay. Pretty, she's, she's yeah, pretty cool. Actually, Somebody I really wanted more. I'm oh, sorry. The, go ahead. Uh, a photo of all of her movies. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying that I love soldier movies also. I think that's one of the reasons why I also prefer Aliens too. But I really like a story about a small squad trying to survive an onslaught yeah. from a destructible force. So, I really liked that a lot. Uh, yeah. 
And then I also have a soft spot for the AI guy. Parang, I have a soft, parang, kasi di ba ang ganda ng setup na Ripley was kind of wary of him. Kasi in the first film, yeah, in the first film, the AI like went haywire and turned out to be like a fucking corporate troll or something. I forget that backstory. But, and then I super love that theme of AI so you don't know if they're gonna harm you or not. But this guy was a genuinely good AI. Parang, yeah, parang, That's traumatic seeing him die. So super traumatic yung scene yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and yeah, yeah. they did him the same way they did the earlier AI. Now you know he's disemboweled, he's disembodied, and then his head is still talking. Oh mm-hmm. my god, that's so traumatic. Anyway, yeah. and he was such a good that's, actor, that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Lance who went, on, yes. who went on to be in uh, in Millennium. Millennium. Ah. Best, fantastic show. And didn't they bring him back for some Aliens versus Predator movie? Yeah, <laughs> he turned out yeah. to be the Wayland. Uh, Wayland, face Triumph. Of, yeah. Wow. This is what I read up. Wayland, yeah. yeah, so the AI was based on the creator. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, okay. Uh, well, of course, that's just retro 15 stuff, right? Yeah, it's retro <laughs> <laughs> Totally, yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. But yeah, even like the whole the whole use of the AI of the of the Android as the as the traitor. So they kept planting those seeds that he's gonna yeah. betray you at any moment, and even yes. up to the point where she comes back on the platform and the, the ship is gone. Yes. It just makes you go, oh, oh, that's oh, it. No. This, yeah. is, this is the moment of betrayal that she's been, you know, waiting like, for. But then, you know, they, they they give you, they surprise you again when he comes back to rescue her. Yeah. Sorry, Are you uh, up to date with, uh, with the, with the, Subsequent films or, or the more of the lore, like um, the the stuff like that came after, not just Alien Three and Resurrection, but also like Prometheus. I saw Prometheus. Covenant. Just Prometheus. Oh, I've seen. I have a question. Should I skip Alien Three altogether? Like no, let's... no, no, no. It's it's a fantastic. Well, I have very deep seated feelings about it because it's a good <laughs> movie. It's directed by David Fincher. It's his first film. Yes. Getting the mga atong kinukuwalan directors, Yeah. I just yeah, have. That's right. I just have a very big <coughs> argument with the film in general which is do you want me can I go into spoilers yeah. starts, because I, what I love about Aliens is she saves it she saved she, like she lost the crew but she saved Newt she saved the you know the cats mm. there uh, uh, what's his name um, Michael Bean's character oh yeah, his, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. and then, then she flies yeah, Michael Bean. at the start of, of uh, Alien 3 they're all dead her plane, oh, her plane crashes at the very beginning of Alien Three, and she's the only so it's survivor. A direct, it's a direct, uh, se- like, uh, direct, a like sequel. immediate yeah, sequel. Direct, yeah, immediate, so yeah. for me, it, it just the story. Suck it. I, Suck it feels it. so unnecessarily cruel. Na they took Newt away in that in that manner. Parang after um, everything she did. after everything she went through, and then like the climax of Aliens, you know, and then like yeah. at the start of Alien Three, she's dead, like just like that. And it's like whew, unnecessarily okay, cruel. That just like, to to. To really, you know, push her character as a fighter, vengeance. They, they needed to do that for her to. Yeah, to she makes a big. She makes a yeah, exactly, and she makes a big, uh, uh, you know, sacrifice at the end. I don't know this part anyway, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's just really. Thing. I remember It's just that. really the first. It's just that start. And it's like I'm not so interested in this movie anymore. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, like it yeah, just hurts yeah. too much. You know, like yes, yes, yes. I know. Uh, you were you were kind of hoping to see a bit more of of the character of the characters that that you that you liked in the last movie, right? Yeah, but yeah, Michael Biene, parang sayang eh. They had that chemistry <laughs> and that yes. they had shared moments. Yes, yes. Oh, As so usual with a gun, it has to yeah. be with a gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I think Cameron <laughs> did the same thing with uh, in Terminator. Terminator. Right? It was also yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's Kyle same, Reese. Same yes, actor. He's just jumping from timeline to timeline. That's yeah. his power. Yeah. But yeah, so again, have you seen like uh, like Prometheus or or Alien Covenant? I, I saw Prometheus. I think I think I liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's another very another very controversial film in the in the in the lore. No? A lot of people are very divided over it. I, I mean, I generally kind of enjoy it. A, a, a lot of our good friends, Miguel, absolutely despise it. <laughs> Actually, I didn't enjoy watching it. Also, that was the first one I saw. Weird, without context, without alien yeah, aliens. Yeah, yeah. I just went into Prometheus. I'm like, what's happening here? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the, the, lore, Covenant. the lore is pretty Covenant? fascinating. Covenant is what came after Prometheus. Yeah, yeah so direct sequel to Prometheus. Yeah. Okay, that release cop return Yeah, and that's like oh. Michael Fassbender has a very big part in it. Yeah, okay. and then there's also AI as usual. Oh yeah, Fassbender is the AI. Yep, Fassbender. I need to look for yeah. that. Yeah, now I want to watch everything again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after after talking to you guys, and then like uh, the, the one I recommend you don't watch, Aaron, is uh, Alien Resurrection, which is four. That's the fourth four. one. Even yeah. DV says in, in the chat group, he said, skip four. I'm like, skip why? Four. Absolutely. <laughs> Great job, PV. Totally agree with you. Why? It's bad. Well, tell, me it's not Ripley. tell me the story. Tell me the story. Tell us. It's not Ripley because ah. Ripley was killed off in, in Alien 3. Yeah, Super spoilers, guys. She's just another uh, thing. I remember. Yeah. So yeah, she's okay. a clone. And not only oh. is she a clone of Ripley, she's what? like an alien human hybrid. So she's like, <laughs> oh, she's yeah. super strong. <laughs> She's oh, super yeah. strong, and then like it's just so weird. Are you sure you don't want me to see that? I know, I know. We also put up hey. It's kind of written by it's written by Joss Whedon. It's so what? weird. What? Yeah, it's so weird. weird. Oh yeah, the gist that. of that made me interested. Yeah, like, the way you explained it. It's this franchise Ron, Ron Perlman is in it. He's the best That's thing. Oh shit! I love Ron Perlman. I know. You're just you're just selling this movie, Chris. I know. Watch it, watch if it. You're like, skip it, skip it. But she's yeah, a yeah, hybrid okay. alien human. Yeah. Okay. 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 So she's, she's so like strong. she's like Ripley, but she's like superhuman Ripley. And Winona Ryder, Winona Ryder was in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm watching this. <laughs> it's like reality bites times predator. Or, I don't know times uh, alien. alien. Yeah. I'm I'm in. <laughs> also, I was also gonna say. The character of Paul Reiser, who I'm kind of weirdly obsessed with. But look at this normal guy getting himself into such a bad situation by make and making awful decisions. But he's like the proto, like yung yuppie scum that became yes. popular in reality bites. Also, parang tang ina lang silbit ng ibang tao. But like, but he just he just becomes yes. the object of inis. And parang, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was set up. You he was the character that you wanted to, to love to hate, right? Yeah, but exactly. In every single scene, he just would like you know scum. manifest that character of like yeah, scummy and just looking out for himself and wanting to make sure he and yeah, I mean, I mean the, the that scene in the uh, in the in the med bay where yeah. uh, Newt and uh, Ripley were sleeping, where he mm. you know takes away the gun and you know unleashes the. Uh, the the aliens so that they would impregnate them. That was also one of those you know crucial scenes. And of yeah. course, he's like seeing them from the security cam and he like quietly switches it off. Galing, so, super so, genius. Yeah, I mean, it, it just you know he uh, sets up a scene where which just makes you think there's you know there's no way out of this, and it it's really up to Ripley to think of oh I'm gonna switch on the uh, the sprinkler system to to alert the others. 
So, you know, yes. going to show her quick thinking saves the day. And even Newt uh, has a moment <laughs> of like, you know, trapping that alien. And I think Newt was cast because she could scream at this certain pitch. Yeah. It also makes you panic. It's like, ah! uh, She's a great screamer. She's a yeah. great screamer. The best screams, you know, watching it again, it's one of the best screams in horror history. Yeah. <laughs> she actually gave up Nayata acting after, I don't Aww. think she became an the kid yeah, act. She yeah. became a teacher, so cool. But um, she still she had, appears in conventions. I guess, yeah. Or she had this wonderful childhood playing the kid in Aliens. And then, okay na. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great life. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the woman who played Vasquez, she's the most popular request actually at conventions. Ah, that's right. great. Because I mean, oh. the character is so badass. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that Bill Paxson was playing a bit of a comedic relief pala in Aliens. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, he's resolve again. For a tough end soldier, parang, oh shit, this guy lost it right away. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yung line pala na, game over. Yeah, sorry. Budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's our favorite line. Yeah. Game, game over, over. Man. Good, but improv pala yun, Aaron. Ah, interesting. <laughs> interesting. So yeah, I mean, the even the the part where Ripley says, oh, you know, I'll look at Newt, she survived all of this time. Uh, yeah. And then he says, why don't we put her in charge, man? <laughs> <laughs> so Parang good. Na na, yeah. Galiga, yeah. I mean, and the way he says it. Pa. And they also set him up as, yeah, the tough guy. Yeah, they set him up as the jock, diba? He yeah, is, yeah. Uh, and again, one of the scenes that got edited out in the theatrical release was when he was like telling uh, uh, Ripley about, you know, oh, look at all of our equipment here. We can take out anything. And and yeah, the whole twist is that he's the one who just <laughs> chickens <laughs> out on the first. <laughs> I like that scene where, where Ripley's just like, I say we just take off and nuke it from orbit. And then yeah. he's like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> best best <Yeah>. idea. <laughs> it's so good. He's, I like it because he's the guy I'll probably, I can relate to that character. Like if I were a Marine it's and me. I was faced with an alien, with aliens, I'd be like, hit me. Yep, I'm, I'm Bill Paxson's character. <laughs> <laughs> it always made me wonder. So one of the things, every time we rewatch it, right? He would say, I remember in the briefing uh, uh, scene, and he was like saying, is this going to be a bug hunt? Mm-hmm. Which, which made me always wonder what, you know, in Aliens lore, what were they referring to? Are they... Yeah, you know, are o- they just, other aliens, yeah, but exactly, not Xenomorphs. Yeah. Maybe. And I guess it's like, they're not as intelligent as the Xenomorphs. <laughs> so that's why he was going, oh, it's a bug hunt. Yeah. Uh, or I don't know, was that a reference to... Um, Starship Troopers. Uh, Starship Troopers, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Ah, no. Just, was, no, the book, the book, yeah. Yes. The, <laughs> yeah. Not the, so, not the movie that came later. <laughs> no, 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 no. And that's another franchise like, which they seem to have a hard time uh, rebooting, aren't they? I super enjoyed Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Yes. It's so ridiculous. I, I love that. it. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Too. It's so violent. But <laughs> so yung character, yung character, the main character is Rico, supposed to be Pinoy, right? Yeah, it's uh, Pinoy. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's Pinoy. May, Pinoy and maybe Pride. now he will be Pinoy if they ever reboot it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. We'll get CN Lurk to star in it. Our, <laughs> yeah, our, favorite, our favorite guest. Sorry, what was that? Well, I said we'll get Sean Lim to star in Starship Troopers. 
Yeah, because he's, he's our favorite uh, guest. <laughs> he guessed it, and he turned out to be this huge, lovable nerd. So yeah, massive nerd in such in yeah, all massive. the best ways. Yeah, yeah, it has a high compliment, Kaling. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess we're kind of at the point where we, we, we kind of want to talk about our personal lives. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, how we, do you segue from that? How do you segue from that? I know. Because, because that's it, it, music. <laughs> <laughs> is our favorite guest. Now we're getting to personal stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. No, PB, cut this out and then say part four. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is the Snyder cut of of uh, this episode. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so uh, how how have you been doing, Budge? For for since because we like we always ask this question from of our guests because uh, this is kind of personal for us because uh, we started this this uh, podcast over the pandemic. It's just how we got over it, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. or at least how I got over it. I don't know yeah. about these guys; they have other outlets. Same. <laughs> but but uh, how, how have you been doing since uh, the pandemic started? Um, we've been doing fine. Uh, I think, uh, you know, lucky we're over here uh, mm. and just, you know, getting stories from family and friends back home. Uh, you know, it's, it's not as uh, crazy over here. So mm-hmm. I think the most uh, stressful moment were the days when we didn't bring uh, my, our, our kid to school. And then he would always be part of the meetings. So, but yes, everyone has that same storyline, right? Of uh, having to juggle meetings uh, while taking care of. So now, and hence, yes, hence the reason why I end up watching too many Paw Patrol and uh, all of these. Uh, but it does come in handy. So uh, it comes in handy because whatever my kid watches, then it gives me a window into what is interesting for kids today, which uh, comes in handy with. Uh, you know the, the job of of coming up with uh, stories for other toys. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I mean it's uh, so yeah. Uh, you know we we had one weekend when we ran out of toilet paper last year, and that was <laughs> and that was and that was it. That was that was the most stressful moment here in this. A uh, little town of Denmark. I'm like, there's oh. no toilet paper, but they completely <laughs> stopped it. They they have their act together. Awesome. Is there a vaccination program rollout now for you guys? Swear yeah. they. <laughs> yep. so, yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. nice. uh, It's it's Good. great how the you know you get email you get email from the company you get email from the government. They inform people on a weekly basis on what's the plan, what's happening. Um, mm. So yeah, it's like you're, and and I think that is one of the, even within Lego, it's uh, even on like you know any matter at all, it, it's all about uh, sharing information as regular as possible, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not just yeah. talking about you know uh, the pandemic or anything like that. I mean anything related to changes in the company and stuff like that. They are just always like giving you so many channels to know what's happening, and I think that just you know, makes you not so you you'll get stressed to find out. Oh, there's here's a deadline, but you know it it's never a surprise. Um, so it it really the 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 mode here is it's inform us. And sometimes the running joke is sometimes you have a meeting where they tell you, well, in today's meeting we'll tell you that nothing has progressed. And that's <laughs> <laughs> We're still where we are, and Love we just it. want you to know 
that nothing has changed. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Perfect. It's not really like that, but it feels like generally. That, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now you can have coffee and cake. You know, it's like no, if only all, if only all our our uh, office meetings were like that. <laughs> Any updates yes, could have been an e- Could have been an email. Could have been an email. Could have been an email. <laughs> <laughs> could have been an email, but yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But Thanks. you don't get yeah. cake through the email. Yeah, the, that's, they say ah, that's, yes. that's the, kung sa Pilipinas, the secret is like what? Pizza, di ba? Pizza. How do you get, how do you get people to attend the meeting say you're going to serve pizza or OT food? <laughs> just tell people there will be cake and people will just come to the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Have you found yourself to be a little more productive or less productive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I thought I would be. Um, yeah. Um, it did make me, I mean, after a year, and I don't know why it took me a year to realize it, but, you know, it is, there is, uh, it, it's not like aliens running after you. It's a, it's a silent source mm. of stress. Yes. Right. And when you th- you think, oh, now I have more time because mm-hmm. I'm just at home, you realize that there that uh, just looking at your feed or trying to figure out, you know, your schedule of like, is is this the week I go out to buy groceries? Mm-hmm. Suddenly becomes like uh, a production number, you know, especially early on. Right? Yeah. So. So yeah, I mean, it, it, there are these little things that just creep up on you and at the end of the day, you're drained and you don't know why. Um, but, but yeah, you, uh, you know, I've been, uh, thanks to Disney Plus. And yet, most of the comments about WandaVision is coming from the Philippines. I wonder why. Well, well, well. well. Well, well, how did that happen? Oh. <laughs> you can make money off us or we'll watch your shows anyway. <laughs> and, and didn't Disney acknowledge the Philippines as like the biggest Marvel fan base? Oh, did they? Oh, there was I some. I, yeah, I, said, I saw it somewhere like Disney mm. acknowledges somehow they. Uh, yeah, that, that you know that they that that they get so much I don't know feedback from the Philippines. <laughs> so yeah, it's a question of why did you not launch Disney Plus in the Philippines? Since you were working on it, money out. yeah, uh, but could, but it, could yeah, have been useful over the pandemic. I know, Just, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey man, I used to work everything. at a I used to work at Hook, yeah. which was uh, which was you know. Uh, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> we got closed down right before the pandemic. <laughs> like, if we <laughs> waited for maybe like two more months, we'd probably get more subscribers. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Why am I laughing? Why am I laughing? But yes. <laughs> um, but there, I mean, yeah. So it's like trying to slowly find. Uh, I think what I, that's what I also realized, and I don't know if it was just me trying to reserve energies for work and for family, but. I found that I lost time to just uh, read new stuff or to watch new stuff. And I, I know a lot of my my brother is one of those binge watcher type of guys, and that's how he got he gets to relax. So, but yes, so it was like uh, what what got us back into like a sort of like uh, viewing schedule, especially with my kid. So, so, so I sorry, and again, and we've gone completely off tangent anyway. So, <laughs> oh no, no. We've tried, 
we've tried to make him watch like Pixar movies and he would either get bored or get scared. <laughs> oh, sure. But then I, I switch on The Mandalorian and it's like, he's like, it's <laughs> old, by the way. he's just like watching the episode intently, you know? So it's funny. Interesting, we, yeah. We, we tried to watch Monsters, Inc. And he got... He got scared when the little girl appeared. He didn't get scared with the monsters. <laughs> when the little girl appeared and started to scare the monsters, he got scared too. <laughs> oh my god! So it's it's great that you know to to watch these things uh, uh, with with my kid. And of course, he's watching everything not in the right order. So he now knows all of the spoilers about. Star Wars. I don't know how it's going to be when we start watching the films for you. Oh, uh, man, like that's going to be one of my uh, greatest moments as a father. Is what making my watching Star Wars for the first time with my kid. <laughs> that's going to be so fun. Are you gonna Are you gonna do that special order of watching? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do so re- release order like so how I saw avoid it. that. I got it. Not the yeah, not the machete the order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Machete order because it's 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 a new hope. Avoid, Empire yeah. Strikes Back. Skip Phantom Menace totally. Um, it's Empire Strikes Back, and that's the reveal that Darth Vader is the, is the dad. Yeah, yeah. And then you go into uh, Attack of the Clones, where it's the story right. of Vader, and right. then and then Revenge of the Jedi. Yes. I'm oh, sorry. Reve- oh, sorry. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, and then end with Return of of the Jedi. Yes. That's much. It yes, makes sense yes. to me, but I, yeah. I I prefer release order. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Understood. These uh, Aaron's Aaron's just blanking. Yeah, you He's lost. <laughs> yeah. I'm like cleaning my pen. Yeah. <laughs> issue, you know. All right. Okay. <laughs> yes. Let's 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 move on before Aaron starts to vacuum her living. Pero <laughs> I'm still on the call. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about. Me. Um. I- it, it's a since since, since you're, you're that you mentioned about about your kid and watching a uh, stuff with him. Do you think you'll ever show uh, horror films to your son, or if yeah. if so, um, what what, oh. what what age do you think would you introduce him to to uh, to something like Easy? Oh wow, um, I need to think about. I mean, I, I you know I'm I'm. That's a good question. I have no quick answer for that right now. I mean, but it would be great. I mean, we, I grew up watching these really, these B movies on channel nine on, you know, afternoons on, on, you know, lazy afternoon. So, and, and so, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind showing him, you know, movie, uh, a horror movie, uh, you know, when he hits, I don't know, seven or eight. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Find, nice. maybe find, uh, an appropriate one. I mean, like, I got scared. I think that's one of the most... Uh, so I got to watch uh, Omega Man uh, as a kid. And, wow. and those the, the vampires there, looking yeah. back now, they're really bad Terrifying. effects. So scary already. Yeah. And then I think the most scared, the first time, one of those moments... And I, I don't know, what was the moment when you were kids when you couldn't go to the bathroom alone? Magandang gabi bayan. special. Honestly, that was the what, one. What story? Do you remember? Yung which? Yung Halloween editions, especially when they mention your area. So let's say you grow up in Muntinlupa. Isang bahay sa Muntinlupa. I'm like, oh, wala na, wala na. I can't pee. I can't pee. <laughs> <laughs> it, for me but yeah if, if it was that one finally for me it was a 
an episode of Buck Rogers in oh. the 20th <laughs> Where they, I guess it was a Halloween special, they fought a space vampire. What? Ah, I love it. That's great. That and sounds so cool. So because they couldn't, I guess they, back in the, what was that, 80s, they couldn't show, you know, a vampire biting your neck, right, on, on primetime TV. The space vampire sucked out your life force by doing this. He'd put up his fingers like this, and then he'd put that's it against rock and your, roll. Yeah, the <laughs> rock and roll side, and he'd put it next to your neck, and that's how he sucks out oh, your, I love it. your energy. So, of course, my 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 uncle, who who was five years older than me, would start scaring me by doing the rock and roll side. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, it's, it's funny, funnily enough, uh, Aliens is my first uh, horror film. I've wow. talked about this a number of times, I think, uh, in our f- first few episodes where um, we in Kagendor over here, we used to have double features. Um, yes. And so I was tricked into watching it with my family because we went to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit, <laughs> which is not for kids also. Yes. But I was seven years old. Right. And they, they probably thought, oh, it's a cartoon. Uh, he'll like it. And I brought my little sister too. Um, <laughs> She was she was five years old, and so we saw aliens at that age, and that was fucking terrifying. <laughs> uh, so, so it's it pretty what cool. Age were you what age were you I think I was about seven years old, seven or six. Seven and five, Kenny Mags in the yeah. movie theater too. So it's a, a little yeah. Maggie was five years old. So the, <laughs> yesterday I watched Aliens with her again yesterday, and that was the first time since for a while. And uh, she was like, "Wow, it's all coming back." Yeah. My trauma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway okay guys I think it's a it's a great time to kind of uh, wrap up the the, the pod um, um, so uh, usually usually uh, <laughs> oh it was so much fun this is so, this is so good thanks so much yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well first of all uh, I've been trying to get you on since episode one uh, <laughs> I only got the, the 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 courage to literally ask you about a few a few months ago so thank you so much for coming on um Usually, how we end is uh, we we kind of do a wrap up of of uh, our, our final takeaway of of the film uh, of Aliens. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll 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 end with you, Budge, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll start. I'll start to go. Go for it. So um, yes. Uh, so so my final takeaway is uh, definitely this is uh, Alien. Aliens are are the Godfather and Godfather two of of uh, horror films. Uh, space horror at least um, you know um, they're both incredibly excellent um, so when I say that I'm Camp Alien doesn't take away from the fact that Aliens is one of the all-time greats and one of my absolute favorite films uh, it's, uh, and Ripley is definitely one of my favorite characters ever created in any medium um, so it's really seminal for me so happy you chose this budge uh, I love watching it again um, and uh, absolutely recommend everything except Alien Resurrection though I think uh, <laughs> Erin will watch it after this, uh, I will. this podcast. Absolutely, I will. I personally liked seeing Sigourney Weaver this way because the way I remember watching Sigourney Weaver is she was the 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 girl in Ghostbusters. She became a monster at the end. And then um, Heartbreakers where she was this scammy, you know, <laughs> scammy, seducing woman. So seeing her badass like this just made me respect her even more and made me understand why she's in all these cameos for mm. sci-fi movies and for horror movies. Because mm. I didn't get it. I was just like, all right, Sigourney Weaver, good actress. <laughs> Yun pala, it's because yeah. of this. So yeah. I really liked Iconic. it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for, for choosing this movie. I liked it. I liked it. 
for me naman, this was the movie that made me appreciate and fully love the Ripley character. But I also enjoyed Aliens a lot as a movie. Like, parang I super enjoyed that little meta-commentary on capitalism. And I enjoyed all the Marine colonial colonial marines but uh, you know but under even they're all given this interesting these interesting character quirks and i enjoyed it a lot so this is overall like one of an, an enjoyable movie like i usually shy away from horror but if we're putting this under horror i totally watch it yep <clears throat> yeah um you know aliens again is is a a, a favorite of me and my my brother and cousins um it's one of those it's a it's a great roller coaster ride is what it is you know every time we had guests uh family come over friends come over for an afternoon we'd show them aliens and they would always you know uh, i would i had more fun watching them react to certain scenes uh and you know waiting for them to just go ah or you know <laughs> <laughs> for them to start holding their breaths, um, and yeah, and I, and I think thanks to you guys, it just made me realize how much a big influence you know Ripley's character and the the rest of of the that film uh, has been in terms of of creating the stories I now create. Um, I think even the uh, yeah again the, that whole you know uh, plot structure of showing off uh, introducing your heroes and making them look so tough and invulnerable only to show that there's a bigger threat. I think I've used that several times in my stories uh, and it's only now that I realize it. <laughs> like, oh, so I was uh, I was copying aliens in this particular storyline. Uh, but yeah, I guess that just goes to show how much I love uh, that film of how it really takes you for a good ride. Of, uh, and, and even at those moments when you think, oh, it's finally ended. Here's the happy ending. Red credits will roll. And it just surprises you one more time uh, is, is why I love Aliens. Fantastic. Uh, man, that was a fun episode. Um, yeah. Again, too, but I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. Thank you so Thank much you for coming much. on. I, Thank I you, Baja. Thank you. It's great meeting you. You, Wait, guys. before you go, before you go, real one last thing. We usually ask ask uh ask our guest to, to plug something. Is there anything, <laughs> anything at all <laughs> that you can talk about? I, I, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plug, any watch, plugs. You can watch Paw Patrol every <laughs> <show. laughs> <laughs> My God. Uh, um, uh, so yes, uh, um, to your to to people in the Philippines watching this, please do uh, our. We just re-released the first volume of Trece, uh, a remastered edition. I uh, it was thanks to Avid Leon Goren who gave me that term. I just kept calling it the. Uh, it's the issue where Kajo redraws everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then Avid goes, oh, so you mean he remastered it? Oh, yes, that's it. It's the remastered edition. <laughs> um, so we re-released it, uh, um, it, it through our new publisher, Avenida. Uh, so, so yes, it should be available uh, in your favorite bookstores and comic bookstores. If you haven't started to read on Trece, uh, book one is the best place to start. And we will continue to reprint the rest of the volumes. We already have seven. Uh, but the earlier editions have run out. And if you are a listener in the U.S. or some other part of the world, please look for Trece through Ablaze, uh, and it's available on Amazon. And of course, 
uh, coming soon, sometime this year. <laughs> is is on Netflix. Boom. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, looking forward to. Uh, uh, really happy that Jay Oliva is uh, uh, has you know what what he's put together. And again, people who cannot be mentioned yet. Uh, but yes, maybe we should bring in those guys in your next shows. <laughs> um, well, one yeah. of them has been on. Yeah. Okay. Oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, you you can't drop clues like that. So one of the one of the, one of the interesting things that happened with the with the Tresa readers, and I am so amazed with the I am so happy and surprised with the Tresa readers because I keep saying they're the true detectives. Um, the day, a couple of days after it was announced that Shay Mitchell and Liza Soberano were going to be the voice of Trece, Netflix accidentally uploaded the entire cast or majority of the cast. When you, when, if you look for it, right? So, you know, who, I guess, who would have thought people would start logging into Netflix to look for Trece? <laughs> so they found that cast list, which was then taken down a, couple, uh, a few yeah. hours later. But the mm-hmm. readers found it and oh, it they got already out. started to uh, list, oh, this guy did this and who this who? guy did mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So yes, your little clue of saying someone on the show. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Is it CN Lim? Yes, it's CN Lim. You got it. CN Lim is playing Anton Tresse. Oh my God. You heard it here first. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I also, I also want to plug your Facebook group. Uh, it's a super fun group. The Tressa group on Facebook is super fun. Um, I'm a member. I, I actually I uh, I uh, try to pattern a lot of our stuff on on the Dead Air group from from the, the online community of the Tressa group, which is a lot of fun. Uh, so you guys should check that out. Yes. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. It's a. It's. Um Aside from talking about, of course, uh, movies and comic books, yeah, they just bring in a whole lot of. Uh, I I learn a lot about what's happening uh, uh, in the Philippines through them. <laughs> All of them. So yes, so thank you very much uh, again. Uh, it's rare that I get to geek out like this, and it was uh, super fun to meet you guys and hang out. Thanks so much, but that was super great. Fun. Thank we you had so, so much. much fun. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Brought to you by Big Baby Studios.